0: Hi, this is Bruce Buffer and you're listening to the Brots and Beard Podcast. Hello, tailgaters. Welcome back to the Brats and Beers podcast. We are excited to bring you another incredible interview guest today. Uh, we have a former MLB left fielder who played for the Brewers, Padres, Reds, Devil Rays, and Rockies throughout his 14-year professional career. He's a four-time All-Star, a Silver Slugger Award winner, and a member of the Brewers Wall of Honor. He finished his career with 355 home runs and over 1,000 RBIs. Tailgaters, Please help me welcome this Milwaukee Brewers legend to the show, Greg Vaughn. Woo! Woo! Woo.
1: <laughs> a lot of tailgaters.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know all about the tailgaters with uh, with Milwaukee, for sure. Well, Cody and I are Brewers fans. Drew's a Twins fan, but we, we try not to hold it against him. But
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, we won't hold it against him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we can jump kind of right into it. So, um... Only 30 players have ever hit 50 or more homers in a season, um, and that's a pretty special accomplishment. And you did it the same year as, like, Griffey, Sosa, McGuire. Um, what's it like to be part of such a great club? And uh, is hitting a home run just the greatest feeling during a game? Or
1: Well, I think hitting the home run is a good thing. I think, though, when you get it to win a game, it makes a big difference, you know what I mean? I, I tell, you know, everybody, especially that I golf with now that, you know they've you know they get a birdie on the first hole, and the second hole. I'm like, man, this is the first inning. You know, a lot of game left. It's in diapers. Yeah. So, you know, but if you get birdies on 17, 18, you know, or 16, then, then that makes a little bit uh, more of a difference, sort of say. Yeah. Same thing in baseball. If you if you can tie one up off the setup guy or the or the closer uh, to put your team in position to win, because a lot of things happen between the first inning. And the ninth inning so or the seventh inning you got like I forgot how many innings we played now in MLB <laughs> you know what I mean yeah.
0: uh, that's awesome what was your what was your favorite ballpark that you ever played in and what's your least favorite I, I don't you know I think my favorite
1: was definitely probably Oakland Coliseum. I mean I had probably my most success there and you know being a California boy everybody got to come from, uh, from home to see me you know it's right down the road and Least favorite? I don't know if I had a least. Uh, oh, for sure, least favorite, and and I play for that team, Tampa. Worst ball
0: <laughs> Worst ball
1: You get two thousand fans. I was gonna say no got,
0: fans. Yeah, that's.
1: Yes, you, you got sixteen thousand for the other side. Twenty. <laughs> and you know, you, you know, but now they have they have great teams, and it just sucks that you can't get the support. You know. Yeah. And it's and it's gonna suck too because the A's are gonna be in vegas soon and
0: you know that's just the way life goes and that city's going to lose three
2: major sports yeah sports franchises i I feel
0: for the city yeah it's unfortunate drew i I know you're a big baseball guy so i want you to ask some of your questions your heart well i just
2: want to get into it uh about this facial hair thing greg that's what was that like i mean uh I'm sure you're just like, this is ridiculous. I'm not putting up with this. But uh, also, I'm sure Marge's shot had a lot to do with it. Do you got any good stories about that? Yeah, well, first of all, how I found out was, see, uh I knew something was up. Because, like, we had a week before swing training.
1: And when they tell you you're not getting traded, and I'm like, damn, I just hit 50 home runs. Why should I get traded? You know what I mean? I, I've done everything I can to stay here. And I was the first person to ever hit 50 home runs to get traded. So that sucked. You know, you know, you know, you're playing in San Diego. is just coming off the World Series. You got a great bunch of guys and great teammates. And then I get, like, a nightmare of a phone call, like, at 4.45, 5 o'clock, California time, from uh, Mrs. Shot saying, Greg, congratulations, honey. This is my shot. And I thought it was a nightmare and <laughs> or a bad dream. And she said, uh, I just want to congratulate you until you. you've been uh, – training to the Cincinnati Reds, and I was like, Excuse me, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, guess it's a, I swear I thought I was green. you know what I mean? So, with that being said, she goes, We have one problem though. She goes, You have a goatee, and I said, Yeah, that's correct. You did your homework, you traded you trade for me, yeah, I have a goatee. And she said, uh, We don't allow facial hair. Here. I said, Well, it's 5 05 a.m. on the West Coast. I'm not happy about being traded first. Second, I think i got going to save my goatee. Third, I think you should get your players back because I'm going to come. You know what I mean? And, and, and they put it out there, I guess, to the fans and to whoever they needed to put. It. You know, it's, at that time, and I didn't understand what my goatee had to deal with me playing baseball. But also, at the same time, I get it now. It was part of structure and part of the rules. And, you know, being at the age that I am now, I probably would not did it for the guys that did it before me out of respect for them. But in 1999, at 5 a.m., my time, I wasn't, I didn't want to hear it. And I still got guys that come in. I still have guys that come to me all the time. Uh, I was in Cincinnati, I'm not Cincinnati, I was in San Diego doing a bottle signing for my wine. And they're playing the Reds. And then I go to Milwaukee doing the same thing. you are playing the Reds. We're throwing out the first pitch, and all the players on the reds, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You, you know, because, you know, but rules, I don't know. I guess, you know, I would tell my kids something different. You know, rules are made for a reason. But it, it, it was just a lot, you know, getting, like I said, getting 50 home runs and getting 30, being the first person ever. Second, you're going to a team that all you hear is horror stories about. Yeah. And a lot. A lot of them were true. A lot. I, I mean, that, the facial hair was just the first part. I, I mean, I had to change the, the way we ate. You know, the way we traveled, the way certain things were done. You know, and I mean, I mean, you risk to the big leagues to be treated like a big league, You know what I mean? And if you want me to go out there and give you my all, you gotta, you gotta take care of your your horses and, and, and the guys in the clubhouse. So things were changed, and I have to say, after that. You know, being so adamant against the trade, it was one of the most, uh, most, most, uh, i said, terrific times during the front of my career that I played baseball with Boney, with Casey, with uh, Pookie Reese, with with Michael Tucker, Mike Cameron, and, you know, Pete Horn, Steve Avery, and and Grace. Uh, You know, we we weren't weren't picked to uh, win anything. And you know, win a one game playoff because we started the last few games at like midnight in off because of all the rain, you know. So but all we had to do is win one game. We did win one game and it is what it is, but that's probably some of the most fun I've ever had in my life playing baseball.
2: For sure. It's just crazy that you know the the Reds logo had a mustache on it and then they <laughs> ended up changing it and, and it it just sounds and Raleigh fingers, you know, his iconic mustache. He said he re- re- retired before shaving it. So <laughs> you also have a crew with, you You know, be you, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you know, like I always say, that a lot of people die for, you know, their stars on their flag for us to be who we were. But also, at the workplace, you, you have to follow the rules, you know. You have to follow the rules of society. You have to follow the rules of our employer. I just wasn't ready to follow them at 5 a.m. after hitting 50 home <laughs> runs yeah. this season. You know, and and someone telling
2: me that I had to shave my goatee. Um, Really quick to build off that, Greg, uh, I saw a report saying that at one point you were uh, about to be traded to the Yankees, but that fell through. And my question to that is, did you want to go to the Yankees as an MLB player? Is that something you want to do or not?
1: I would say yes and no, but my shoulder I, – I was comfortable in California. You know, I, I was – I've never played in a big market. And looking back on it, I wish I would have experienced at least one time during my career And what bigger or, you know, at the time, better organization to go to than the Yankees. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you ask me for now who Greg Vaughn is, like, who? Oh, if I was play for you, you can ask him about – the last guy on the bench are the Yankees, and they know who he is. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just the way it is. You, uh, you have a way to maximize your, your brand and yourself during your playing career, but also you get to play with you know the likes of Jeter, and Mariano, and and people like that. Giambi, you know, because I have a house in Vegas and he's my neighbor. You know, it's a, uh, it's it's, you know, I but, but I I believe the guy upstairs puts us in positions in places he
2: wants us to be. And
1: I was I was comfortable. You know, playing for small markets.
2: No, for sure. As a fan, it's like I don't want to see anyone go to the Yankees, but as a player, like you said, it's it's about the spotlight, right?
1: Well, I think it's about the spotlight and it's about the commitment of the organization that every year you're gonna have an opportunity
2: to play for that
1: ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you every single time you take the field, you're gonna have an opportunity or you come to Spring training? you're gonna have an opportunity to play for something. And that's usually you know, the American East title or, you know, the World Series ring. And, Absolutely. Or the World Series trophy, excuse me. And I've been on a lot of teams where that's not the expectation. You know, the expectation was to get the profit sharing from the rest of the league and, you know, call it a day.
0: <laughs> well, would you say that World Series run and experience was probably like one of the best moments in your career? I guess what would you dub as like your, your favorite moment in your in your career?
1: Well, without a doubt. I mean, I think we we won a division by thirty games that that year ninety eight. Uh, I think sitting in the locker, you know, with uh, Tony, rest in peace. He you know, was a good friend of mine. My son. I don't know if Anthony was probably playing Tony's son, Tony Jr. But you got Denzel, Spike Lee, Chris Tucker, and all those guys. You know, in our locker room, we we're talking mess, and you know, my son got a chance to see that and meet him and be around him, and then you know, so you hit a home run in the first game of game one. and you cross home play, and you got Chris Tucker and Benzel. You're be like, I see you, I see you, I see and, you, you. know, and then they hit another one. And then you go by and Chris Tucker's like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. You know, <laughs> you know, but to have your son there, your family there, and you know, it means the world to you. So, like I said, I've had a lot of defining moments in my career. You know, first time coming back to Oakland, hitting a home run off of Dave Stewart. I've hitting the game right off of Dennis Eckersley, you know, in front of my family and friends, you know. So, like I said, baseball has been good to me. I just wish we could find a way to get former players back in the game and also get this new era way of baseball to man with the young. Yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. It is changing very quickly, I feel like. It's, I feel like it's changing. There's new rules every day, I feel yeah, i um, starting on second base. Yeah. yeah. I thought seven
1: innings, seven innings, you know, double headers. Double like, headers, you know,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like wild.
1: A, yeah, I, I don't even know what's going on half the time now, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with Mo Vaughn being your, awesome. your cousin, did you guys have like a family rivalry at all? or? No, I think, I mean,
1: Jerry Royster is a cousin. Uh, my cousin Ricky Reynolds played in the NFL. We had a lot that played in the minor leagues. I think. It was all of us just pulling for one another, you know what I mean? We all wanted us to be good, and we all wanted to win at the same time, but everyone's pulling for everyone, man. You know, we all – if I do good, they do good. If they do good, I do good. And hopefully, you know, I think when you play head-to-head, I think it was just who won and who did the best, who was playing for dinner. You know what I mean? That's – who yeah, picked up the check that
0: night?
2: Right. <laughs> Greg, did you have any like uh, superstitions, like game day superstitions? I
1: tried to. Anytime I had a good game, believe it or not, I tried to drive the opposite way home and do have a drive the opposite way to the game because I know I would have drove myself crazy if I had if I had to. Do that every single day. If something came up where I couldn't do the same routine, I didn't want to go ballistic in 5150. And that's no intention towards the people that are 5150. But it, I just think food oh, was, oh, yeah. I mean, Perkins, so food. Cool. Miss Perkins took care of me when I was a little kid down there in the Capitol. Her family, you know what I mean? Every Wednesday I had banana pudding if I was in town. Uh, but It it was more of what I drank or what I ate was my superstition, opposed to putting my socks on. One had to have L, one had to have R, right and left. Now, I always, I always use my game bat BP because my thing is. I, I had to get my bat ready to go to war every single night. And that's not to
2: take anything away from the bushes, but that's how I approached the game.
0: Yeah, um, make it as
2: realistic as you can, right?
0: Y- yes, sir. So you're the owner of our par- part owner of Sacramento Republic FC. So how did you kind of get into that venture as far as like being a part owner of a soccer team?
1: Well, um, like I said, you know, when the dots were slapped you on the button from South Sacramento, you know, you don't look at too many other people in your neighborhood that that own franchises or major league franchises and I wanted to be one of those guys. I own Restore Hyper Smaller Center. Also, I, yeah, I own a lot of different things. You probably can't say some of them on air because they're still not friendly. <laughs> yeah, you know, me and Matt Garza are partners and a lot of things. And okay. I you know, I own my own wine label. The wine's been out so 23wines.com okay. you can get your, 23wines.com, you know, my Bones Valley Foundation, we were able to feed almost a million people last year, 10,000 Chromebooks, 15,000 whiteboards for distance learning. You know, my wellness center was able to provide free immune shots to all the central workers and first responders to try to keep them healthy. So my resume and portfolio is a little bit diverse. And I like it that way. And and like I said, man, I, I'm way more busy now than I was in my life. And, I, and, and, and like I said, I'm going to a street after I got off the phone with you guys. And I I, I love it. I love the new challenges. And the, uh, I, I love the fact that, you know, my mind gets to stay active and working. And you know what? I get to meet people like you guys. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's continuing to grow my, you know, my network as far as meeting good people. And, you know, like I said, I'm all for collaborating. You know, people have ideas and good things, how we can make this, not just ourselves, you know, it's not about the money, but it is about the money, but it's also about making the, the world we live in a better place, you know, and bringing awareness of all types of things that, people might not
0: realize yeah yeah i was impressed i mean just looking at everything that you're involved with is, is so amazing i'm like how does he have time for it all but I'm, I'm sure you're a very busy man well as we were talking before all the meetings and everything you've had i'm like yeah that's that's a crazy schedule but um very impressive and it's it's cool that you stay so busy
1: yeah you don't know, like I said, say I, mean, I don't mind it is a good thing you know what i mean yep. i still find there's only certain days End day on Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. It might be tough to find. me. you have to find special time slots for those things. <laughs> because I, I gotta play golf those days.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What, what's your handicap right now? Oh, I'll never kiss and tell
1: because you know <laughs> I'll go to a different state. They won't want to give me my stroke. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> oh,
0: that's so, so I'll, 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 I'll
1: never kiss it. Well, I'll it's definitely
0: lie. less than mine, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. next time we're in Milwaukee, we got to
1: play.
0: Hey, I'm down. I'm down. Do, do you have a, a favorite course in Milwaukee? Do you, do you ever play here? Or?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Western Straits is West probably down. Miami, and yeah. I, I, yeah, I play I play Western Straits usually two, three, four times a year. As a okay. matter of fact, yeah. I'm, I, I, I want to bring my – my golf tournament back to, I have one in California. I'm developing one for my foundation, Bonds Valley Foundation. Yeah. As you know, Netfield, that's what they started in Bonds Valley. Yeah. So, you know, my foundation is part of Milwaukee. But I'm going to do one in Milwaukee, I and mean, I have one in Vegas, and I have one in California. That's so but
0: cool.
1: That's I, cool. You know, but trying to get sponsorship and, you know, just trying to make change. And, you know, Milwaukee is a part of my village that I'll never forget. I spent my first eight years of My big career there. My kids are born there. And I have a lot of of close, close friends there. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are very, very important that still live there, you know, in in my life. So, you know, if if we can uh, find a way to partner and get sponsors out, people have a great time and raise money, you know, uh, I would love to do that in Milwaukee also.
0: Yeah. That that'd be awesome. I mean, we we'd love to meet you. Um, and that next time you're in town, I mean, play around to golf or even help support any way we can. If it's uh pumping it through our social media or something, we'd we'd always love to help out any ways we can for any of your your adventures that you got going on. Drew, Cody, do you guys have some more questions? Otherwise, we can do a little wrap it around of questions for them.
2: I just got a quick one for you. Were you did you go to any of the finals games?
1: Oh yeah, I was in Milwaukee. Look at my grade bond, 23 yeah. Instagram. I
2: was
1: there. I was there for sure. I was not going to miss that. I mean, uh, the city of Milwaukee is crazy, man. I mean, the, the way the city has changed since I played there. I mean, it, it's, it's awesome. I told California, I told Sacramento, my hometown, we better catch up. You know what I mean? I mean we're the capital of California. We're way behind Milwaukee and Cincinnati. We better catch up.
0: Yeah, Milwaukee yeah, showed up. Milwaukee showed up for sure.
1: Uh, but that's one thing about Milwaukee. I mean, they love their teams and they love their players and they love their, you know, their sports. And But, you know, not necessarily just the scene inside. The scene outside was incredible, man. That's, and, and I'm so happy for the city of Milwaukee. I'm so happy for Giannis and all the Bucks players and fans. and You know, just like I said, the city of Milwaukee, I mean, especially with the times that we're going through now, we need sports and and things like that to bring people together, you know? And uh, it's uh, hopefully I'll get to enjoy that one time in Sacramento before my Kings, uh, you know, while I'm still alive. While, While I'm still alive.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I think anybody in Milwaukee is always looking for an excuse to drink. So I think that that sports definitely helps that motive.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't even think they need an excuse. No, the, they, they, just drink. they
0: really don't. <laughs> uh, well, I can. Uh, I have a couple like rapid uh, questions for you if you want some either ors and just like some favorites. I can run through quick here if you want. Um, Let's do it. So, beer or wine? Uh, considering I'm gluten free now, I can only drink like a quarter. Beer, wine for sure. Wine, okay. Uh or burger. You guys are gonna hate me for this too? Burger. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'd probably say the same, honestly. You know, um, you
1: know, because I never got used to you know, the brats and then my buddy i met
0: he he, he boils them after he cooks them. And his taste different. Oh uh,
1: okay. They looks, it like they were still alive though, you know. <laughs>
0: bring <the club> out. <laughs> um being an all-star or winning the silver slugger award all-star without a doubt all-star um county stadium or jack murphy stadium or Colcom, whatever you prefer okay that, that's two sided question though I mean are you talking
1: about the hitting or are you talking about the interaction just,
0: people... just, just the interaction just, just the vibe just being there which one would you prefer
1: when you're winning I would prefer San Diego, because when Hell's Bells comes on with Trevor, you know, game's oh, over.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And, but but my, my my personal relationship with people and fans in Bonds Valley, I, I, I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. I mean, I knew people on the first-name basis. I would drive out, stop right next to them. You know, I wouldn't eat a brat, but I might have a... <laughs> I might have a, a refreshment or two if I'm out there or I'm out there. I love it. And, and you know, but but like I said, it, it was easy to, to become personally engaged with the fans of, of the
0: yeah. city of Milwaukee. Okay. Um, who's the hardest pitcher you've ever had to face? All of them. But I think, <laughs> the, the,
1: I, I think when you go – there's just some guys that have your number, you know, and uh, early in my career, Roger Clemens had my number. Uh, you know, he played off my aggressiveness, but, you know, again, Harvey, I think it was a closers man, because you only got him for one out, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Oh, but you do, you know, but, but you have to I be mean, Saberhagen, woof, Brett Saberhagen was filthy. Guys, <laughs> then you turn on your face, Mike Boddicker, and you know, but I was like, Greg hey, screwed up in the box, I'm not used to this, it's that slow, slow curveball. So, I think at any particular time, you know, if you're, if you're going well, somehow it works out, and if you're not going well, the whole state hates
2: you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Greg, did you go up against Nolan Ryan?
1: Oh, yeah. He was tough, too. First three pitches right at your head. Yep. Yep. No no doubt. First three pitches. And then I've been hit where I thought the ball came out on my other side of me. You know, like, you're hitting the ribs and going, look, out, <laughs> and, 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 you know. <laughs> and, you know, Gary Sheffield being my best friend. And then Doc, being so close to Doc, my bad, G. My bad, G. Bad. I know. I, I, I'm i like, Doc, I know that was on purpose. Dude. I yeah. know it. As I, as I go to the All Star Game, I got Dr. Bobby Brown and a hematoma and the Seas in American League baseball on my <laughs> oh. uh, on my ribcage. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah.
0: Um, what's your What's your favorite food?
1: Favorite food, I would have to say I would have to say seafood. Anything I try to say plant based or any, any anything that comes from the earth. It's seafood for sure.
0: Okay. Okay. How uh, how many Krispy Kreme donuts do you think you'd be able to eat in an hour? Just hypothetically. It depends,
1: oh, no, it depends if I was drinking all night and I didn't care what I was eating <laughs> the next day. Or, I, I don't know if I could. I, I used to, be, uh, just a couple, because like I said, with no gluten, I... Yeah, yeah all, I was going to say, all, the all,
0: glutens, all. yeah. yeah
1: but that's just because I don't want to go to the gym. I don't have celiac. I don't have any of that stuff. But no gluten, no dairy makes it easier for me not to go to the gym. <laughs>
0: And last one here. Do you have a uh, favorite Instagram or Twitter account that you follow? Yeah, I do. man.
1: It's crazy. The one I follow is my guy. I can't remember his name, but it, uh, he's from Miami. The golfer, you Freaking Pedros, You, you got oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a chance to play golf with him, man. He's the best.
2: He's the funniest person
1: on cool. He is. He's the funniest. Is he like that around. all
2: the time? Like while you're actually playing? Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, hey, dude, he's the best. And if you want to lap, you're going to follow his account.
2: Love it. I, w- I would hate myself if I didn't ask this. What was Tony Gwynn Gwyn like?
1: Tony was Tony, like I said, for me. You know, I had eight years in the Big Leagues, a couple all star teams, and I got there, and he made me feel like I was in Little League and never played before because his hitting approach and you how <laughs> simple he made it. And, me, and, you know, I didn't let anybody off the hook. You know, me and Tony, we battled. Everyone had nicknames, names. You know, they called me Hoody. Um, I called everybody, you know, uh, everyone had their names. So, I didn't let him off the hook. He was Gary Coleman, and he had to go with it. You got to be part of the team. He was a little bit more quiet. He was, a, you know, Tony, you know, he just stuck to you know to, to his business. You know, he was, he was a business-oriented type of guy, but I hit with him every day. We uh, – my son played for him. My oldest son played for him. Hey, man, I've never seen anything like it. Well, Paulie, Paulie was close. I played with Robin. I played with Dave Parker. But I'm talking about this man got three every day. Every day. And they weren't like, you know, you think of him as a seamless hitter and he's this and that. He was different. Than, there's a lot of guys that won back paddles I'm not a big fan of. But Tony, he got it done, man. He got it done, you know. And like I said. I'd, I'd take him in his glove. He hit in front of me sometimes, and let it swing He'd be like, "Man, my hands are over just a quarter of an inch and Blah 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 blah. Be, I'll take it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but, but I mean, he was incredible. And like I said, it was like his vision and what he was trying to accomplish. If somebody vacated,
0: he he could see it at home plate, and that's where the ball would go. That's incredible. Well, if you guys don't have anything else, um, if you don't mind, we, we can play a quick game. It's called uh, Three Vaughns Don't Make a Right. So you have to pick which Vaughn has this accomplishment or fact that it belongs to. And it's either you, Mo, or Ricky Vaughn.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> From Major okay. League.
0: So it should be pretty easy. But um, this Vaughn was once in prison for stealing a car.
1: Ricky Vaughn. That wasn't me. <laughs>
0: This Vaughn finished his career with a 293 batting average. No. No. This Vaughn holds the nickname Wild Thing. Ricky Vaughn. Pretty easy. This Vaughn refused to shave their goatee when joining a new team once. (laughs) Yours truly. (laughs) Um, This this Vaughn was born on December 15th. Oh, shoot. December
2: 15th. Please don't tell
0: me that was Mo. Do, do, do. Yeah, I hope it's your cousin. It, so you can get it t- is. It is. <laughs> oh, shit. It's Mo. Yeah. Uh, this, this Vaughn once admitted that he took steroids in high school to help himself play baseball.
1: That has to be Ricky Vaughn.
0: It is, be it is. is. <laughs> Ch- Charlie Sheen, I didn't know this, but he actually threw like an 89 mile an hour fastball in high school and he admitted he was juicing up. But uh, fun fact. But. Um, the, the last one, this Vaughn is the best Vaughn because he came on the Brats and Beers podcast today.
1: Oh, you're surely without a Woo! vest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love you're it. Well, well, thank you, Greg. Do you guys have anything else? No, uh, thank you so much Let for coming on, Greg. Thank you. Thank you so hey, much hey. for coming on. Hey, thank you,
1: guys. Remember, 23wines.com, you can order all the wine. And if you spell out the word 23wines, you can follow us. And also Greg Vaughn23 on any
0: handles. Okay, awesome. Okay. And, and want to shout, shout out yeah, Vaughn's Valley uh, Foundation. Foundation. Well. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Vaughn's
1: ValleyFoundation.org. And we're all on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all the handles. Nice talking to you guys, man. Appreciate you. I can't Thank wait you. to come back and uh, get on the
2: golf course with you.
0: Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're staying in touch. We're, we're going to play around. Okay,
2: for sure. Truly an honor. Thanks, Greg. Have a good one, Greg. Thanks, Greg. Hey, thank
0: you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.